0: Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week, me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. My name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 68, and we are talking F-Zero GX for the Nintendo GameCube. As we all know, I love this game. I have prattled on about it long enough, many a time in the episodes, and I felt it was about time to actually showcase it and give it a good run-in. Now, this week, I am joined by Anthony from H-String Fury Gaming. He came down, and we decided to jump on the tracks. Now, for those who don't know, F-Zero GX is one of the... was the sequel? It's a sequel to F-Zero X, and I loved F-Zero X. I was a huge fan of that game for the N64. Bought it... I don't think I bought it day one, but I did buy it back in the day. But when I saw F-Zero GX, oh, baby, did I buy that, because it basically took everything that F-Zero X had and absolutely ramped it up, and is still one of the best-looking racing games, I think, of all time. I am desperate for it to be getting a re-release, or an HD version, but I don't think we'll ever get there, because Nintendo don't like F-Zero. It's very clear about that, although it was in the Mario movie, but I put that down to Illumination rather than Nintendo. But if you do want to get to the chat with Anthony, where we just talk about F-Zero Maybe go about half an hour or something down the line, 40 minutes down the line, and then you'll get to it. Because first of all, we're going to do a bit of fun, play a few games, do our little introduction section. So it is it is fun. But if you just want to hear for F-Zero GX, just skip. So first of all, I've got to do the plugs. Yes, we have to do the plugs. Wherever you listen to this show, please give it a five-star review. It really helps to get up the algorithm. Say whether you like it, say whether you don't. Follow us, whether you're following us on any on Spotify, Podbean, Apple. Just give it a follow and share it on your socials. So whenever I put up, there's a new episode out. it would really appreciate it if you could just share it. It really helps us get out there. If you want to help support the show financially, you can do so on patreon.com forward slash Retro Wars, where for $1 each month, you get access to your own show called DLC. It could be top 10s, modern day game reviews, gaming events, or anything I wish to talk about. And episode 41, a bit of a sneak peek, it's my strange relationship with Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. When I first saw the trailer for the Nintendo Switch, I was probably like everybody else. We were all the same. We were like we saw this guy playing a Nintendo with that piano music and it was like, "Holy shit, is that is that a new Nintendo? Holy, shit, is that Zelda? Holy, shit, no way, not as a launch game." Cough. Are you are we seeing this shit? launch title? And that was episode 41 and my strange relationship with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Now, next week, um, I will tell you what I'm going to do later. Um, it's linked to a story for episode 42. I will tell you what I'm going to be doing when we get to the end of one of the stories. Now to let you know that five percent of all the Patreon fund each month goes to a charity called Get Well Gamers, which is a UK charity that provides games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. So far, we've raised nearly three dollars, which I know isn't much. I know it's not, but hopefully, this is going to grow over time, and I'd love to get to the stage where we can donate games and console. Donating console would be absolutely fantastic. Additionally, if I get back to 1,000 subs on YouTube, with this channel of the Retro Wars, I'll start donating 5% of any income made from YouTube to the fund as well. If you do have any old games that you're just thinking of getting rid of, you could donate them directly to the charity, and the link is in the description below. Now, what else do you get for your money? You get the chance to access our own Discord, you get the chance to message me one on one, and take part in all little shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comment on our game of the week, and I'll probably butcher your names as well. Right, that is the plug out of the way. I actually felt I did that quite well with no messing up, really. Usually I mess up at some point. It's very early in the morning when I'm recording this. But let us get into our letter section. That's the first thing we like to do here. Oh! Actually no, I'll I'll go into what I'm going to do in a bit. Let's just get into the letter section we are we of 16 bits of nonsense. So 16 bits of nonsense is our letter section where you guys can write in pretty much anything and I will do my best to answer. And we've got loads of questions this week, which is absolutely fantastic. However, before we get to that, I have a little announcement to make. It's not that big, really, so don't think it's anything huge. So, (laughs) last week, last week on the show, we had Adam from the Good, the Bad and the Backlog podcast. podcast. There we go. There's the first fuck up, isn't it? And it was essentially very Adam-like, as I've been told. And I am deciding, because there have been a lot of questions where you lot, yes, you lot, the Patreons, are trying to make this uh, this show very smutty. And I refuse for smut to be in this show. I want this to be a family show. I want this so that my daughter can look back at when I've gone and go, what did my father make? out oh, this. So, usually I I have the, the, the swearing button, the censor button, that beep. That, that that usually I use that for uh, when I do the social media stuff. Or if I'm... Yeah, it's always the social media stuff. I don't really use that when I'm on this show. Unless someone says something really outrageous, I've got to bleep it. However, because you lot want to keep introducing a version of smut into this show, I'm introducing a new sound effect to stop that. So when I hear any smut, you're going to hear this. Objection! And you'll probably hear that throughout the whole show, because you lot are pains in the arses. Well, who else? What other presenter basically says to his Patreon members, you're all pains in the arses. So basically, for $1 each month, I will slag you off. I will absolutely pick on you if you want to do that. Go for it. <laughs> are we all clear? It will not become a smutty show. You'll get that sound effect straight away. Let's get into our questions, shall we? You're going to hear it already in this. It's going to happen. Okay. Chris Copleen, what a way to start. He says, you know you're going to hear it straight away. Chuck Studd, you should watch Captain N's Twitch stream. He's a handsome fellow. I mean, so is Demon. So I don't know. I guess you have a hard choice when it comes to kissing one of them. Now, if you don't know what he's on about, listen to last week. We've started this as well. Which Patreon members would you kiss? God's sake. Or you can invite Adam over and you could all...
1: Objection!
0: ...together. You won't even have to kiss. Everyone wins. See, there we go. There's the reason this show just becomes smuts. Really? No, Chris. And the thing is, you bastards know that I'm absolutely desperate for content. So you'll just ask me fucking anything because you know oh, I'm at that stage where I'm just... Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll read anything. I'm desperate. So join Patreon so I can get rid of comments like this, please. <laughs> you pains in the arses. Okay. Dave McGee says, "Yo, D man from down under. As you may have noticed, each week I ask you something silly, and after week after week, I try and top my last. So this week I'm going to take a step back and ask something really some, something normal. What are your thoughts on the state of Xbox? They haven't really had a huge hit this generation, and Sony is starting to pull away again. Also, what would you do to right the ship? And uh, no, they they haven't, have they? Like, see, Dave asking a normal question, but yeah, Captain N might ask one as well. Um." They haven't. They've not had fun with this one, have they? Sony is pulling away. The PS5 is pulling away. And I think there's a few reasons for this. I think that having two consoles was ridiculous for the series, whatever. I think that was a really bad idea. Stick with one. Because you're asking your developers to do two things. To make a game run for two different platforms. And then when you throw in some games, they're still available for the Xbox One. Or they're still available for the PS4. I just think you're putting too much pressure on developers. Like, why would some of them go, well, in this instance, I've got to make it for two consoles, or I can make it for one. And I just think that's a pain in the arse. And there's a noticeable quality when you get both. And I just... Ugh. You know, the PS5, yes, that has two versions, the disc and the non-disc. But when it comes to performance-wise, they do exactly the same. And we know that the PS5 Pro is probably going to come out at some point. It's going to. They always do. You know, let's just not deny they're not. Although I think that's silly in the sense of because hardly anyone's got a console. Well, I know they're now readily available. But when it comes to Xbox, like I was in um, Big W the other day, and and I've done it with EB Games, and I just look at the, the the shelves, and the the Xbox section is just so tiny, it's so tiny. When you comparison to the PlayStation dominates that rest of that side of it. And then Nintendo has its own side as well. Xbox just has this really, really tiny bit. I'm like, fuck. You are getting smashed again. Absolutely smashed. And you know, what would it do to try and fix it? Well, I think... I know Was it Redfall. I, I, I think it was Redfall. That, that vampire thing didn't really do very well, which is a shame. You know, you always want... You know, I don't like to see games fail. I don't. Although I joke I'm a bitter human being. I don't like to see games fail. Um, what would I do to write this year? I think Xbox needs, to, Microsoft need to change the mentality. You know, the other day they were talking about oh how we're not, um, you know, we're not in a stage of re- reinventing the console war, and it shouldn't be a situation. Was it Starfield? It isn't going to be a game where you want to sell your PlayStation to go get this? I think you need to change that. You need to have the mentality of yeah, we need to start the console war again. Yeah, we should be getting to the stage where. Oh, if you want to play this game, you might really be thinking, right, which one is my major console now? You really need to get gamers. This is one of the things. You need to get gamers looking at their console going, is this the one I really want to play? Or is this something I really want to get? You know, console, people usually have two consoles. That's that's how the modern day era is now. And Nintendo is usually the second console. That's just statistically how it is. But it, you always you pick your main one, a PlayStation, Xbox. I've been PlayStation since day dot. You know, since basically well, since PS2, I've been with the PlayStation, I was N sixty four to begin with. Um but you, you've gotta have that mentality that it, it's a war. Otherwise, I don't think that Sony are gonna be sitting there going, Ah, oh, this is nice and friendly. They wanna they wanna they crush you. You have to you have to wanna to crush your competition. Otherwise you're just gonna get left in the dust. Like I'm not saying we go back to the Nintendo and um Sega days. Although that was fun, people say, but it was fun. War, bring on the hatred. But there was a real war then. There was. And look when Crash Bandicoot came in. He took the piss. There needs to be that sort of mentality. Otherwise, to have that arty-farty, oh, we can all get along. No, it's not going to work. It really isn't going to work. It's just not. And one way of doing that, you know you've got this big Microsoft deal with Activision Blizzard... Basically, they're all like, ah, oh, don't worry, Sony. If we get it, you can still have Call of Duty. No, you should be like, no, we're going to get this, and fuck you. Yeah, we're not going to give it you. We're not going to give you Black Ops, or Black Ops 6, whatever, whatever we're onto now. Could you imagine then if they said, you know what? No, we're not giving you um, Call of Duty. Nope. Overwatch, nope. It is strictly staying on our console. People will seriously then go hmm, is this what I want to play now? Mm, I want to play my Call of Duty. And the thing is, the whole court case wasn't even based around that, as far as I know. it It was, well, what I was saying, it was based around cloud gaming. You need to start making some really tough decisions and start going, fuck you. Stop trying to be friendly and be everyone's mate. It's not working. And the other thing I try and do is that you need to get better IPs. You need to get games that are better. Simple as that. You look at your individual lineup. You know, you've got Starfield, which is... I don't know, whenever the fuck that's coming out. Redfall, which failed. You've got the Halo series. But you ain't got much else. Forza. People are going to be screaming names at me. But you haven't got loads of games that are going to be hitting the mark. Whereas you've got... You look at um, PlayStation. They've got so many games that are just smashing it out the park. You look at it. I think they get they get Street Fighter first for a little bit. PlayStation do yeah they do. Street Fighter they have got Street Fighter Tekken, Spider Man. They got Dark, they got Elden Ring. I think that's probably Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy XVI, Final Fantasy VII II Remake. You know the Last of Us. I can just go on and on of the amount of titles that the PlayStation has compared to the Xbox. It's ridiculous. Every big hit, I know we've got, obviously, Tears of the Kingdom, every big hit is going on their console. And you are getting absolute freaking breadcrumbs. So have the balls to either, you know, try and get hold of some of these big companies. Because that's what it is. It's basically a, who do you want to buy? Well, you've got PlayStation. Sony bought very well who they bought. You bought dud players. You need to start making your own IPs. That are good, that are good at bring people together. Look at Nintendo. Look at their IPs. It's ridiculous, their IPs. And look at your IPs. Resident Evil 4 remake, just sort of another one. <laughs> You're not even getting a look in, Capcom. Sorry, Capcom at Microsoft. You're not even getting a look in. You won't get a look in until you change your mentality in that business. I'm sorry, that drop one of the consoles. Keep it to one. Get some interesting IPs, make some better acquisitions, and fuck Sony. That's the only way you're gonna go forward in this business. It really is. Anyone in business will tell you you've gotta crush the competition. It's just fact. Ooh, we're in a bit of a rant then. Thanks, Dave. That was a really good question. Okay, let's just let's just you know go back to immature stuff. Captain N says, "Dear kissable, controllable, Danny." There we go. You were right to say I'd be the one in control when you kiss me. It's called passion, and it's fucking classy. Oh, for God's sake. Onto the comment de la semaine. I pronounced that wrong. If you were given keys to any one dead franchise in a franchise that hasn't produced games in five to ten years, which franchise would you revive, and how would you do it? F Zero. F Zero. F Zero. Holy shit, F Zero! Just release this. Just, just make a HD version of this. That's what I'd do. Just make a HD version of this, and then add basically multiplayer, we can have 30 people racing at once, do that holy shit do that simple as that, give me back F-Zero, it's all I want I don't, you know most games I really play are back, but I just want to play some F-Zero Like I've got my GameCube games here, and I'm just looking at them there's, there's nothing there which hasn't already got it's weird. I want to talk away. There's there's nothing there that that hasn't got other other air versions. Like the other one, I could probably say is Star Fox, because I like the Star Fox games, and we haven't had a good one of them for a long time. Probably F Zero and Star Fox. If you're going to give me two, I can't really think of many others. You know what? I'll, it'll bloody come to me. Um, it'll it'll probably, I'll probably leave here and I go. Oh shit! Should have said that. But at the moment. Uh, it's going to be those two. I'll think of a fighting game as well at some point. But for now, for now, just those two. Thank you, Captain N. Pajama. So after a busy... Sorry, Pajama. Pajama says... After a busy... Because I'm in pajamas. Shut up. After a busy period at work, I have finally time to say congrats on the GameCube. Yes, thank you. As for the question, in Metroid Prime Pod, you guys... This is last week. You guys were quite sceptical about a Metroid movie because Samus isn't much of a character. What do you think of Metroid series of shorts? I think shorts of five to ten minutes with Samus exploring different areas and having some crazy combat encounters could still work as a show. Would like to hear your thoughts on this. Okay, I didn't say Samus is much of a character in the sense of... I think she's a strong character in the sense she's just a stoic character. She just basically doesn't talk. But because she doesn't talk, you don't get much out of her. I can, You can guarantee there is a lot in there, you know, personality-wise. But because we don't talk, it just... You can't get much of any... You know, interaction uh, and I think if she suddenly starts talking and has these massive, huge conversations like Shakespearean esque, that's not true to the character. She doesn't talk much, that's just her thing. And do I think um five to ten minute shorts? I think that'd be cool actually. Five to ten minute shorts would be fine because it would, you know, that's all you need just to hook our attention. I have no problem with that. I think they'd work really well, but you try and do that for two hours without any dialogue. At all. The only dialogue is, Sarah, you have reached your destination? I think you need to go to this. You'd lose your mind. Um, but I think if you've got five, 10 minute shorts, yeah, all day long, people would watch them because you could make them really tense the whole time or you can have it action filled. You can have it however you want with the Samus thing. I just think, yeah, I'm with you, pajama, five, 10 minute shorts all day long if they want to start doing stuff like that. But I just can't see them making a movie. So if you're talking about this whole smash Brothers thing, nah, 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 nah. Won't happen. Won't happen. Blaine, the hoagie man says, all right, Danny, how about this one? I'd like to hear a story about a memory of a multiplayer session with you and your mates, or even if it's like an all night, you guys pulled that just stands out to your, you and your memories. Ooh, yeah, this is, cause I was old school. I was old school. I had my mates around, you know, me, it was often me, Tom, Rob, not Rob Cox, another Rob, and Alan, We'd play video games for hours. Like we'd either go round to Rob's house or everyone would come round to my house. And we would just literally, and we'd play GoldenEye solid. And I think the, the best memory for me, right, everyone has their own version of GoldenEye, right? You know what I'm on about when I talk about this. You have your own set of rules you played with your mates. And our one was double grenade launchers, um, license to kill, first to 20 points. Sounds easy enough. But when you just go straight away, the poor gamers can't not handle what's going on. It's like And if you get to a situation where you you suddenly cornered, you just basically shoot yourself, shoot the floor and try and take out as many of you bastards as you can. So you might kill three of you. But you killed yourself, so you lose a point, but then you gain two. And it, oh, it's just like, oh my god, what's going on here? And it took us fucking hours to ever get rid of a game. And you'd always make like a kamikaze noise when you're about to do it as well. We were just pissing ourselves laughing because we we're immature children and nobody ever took it seriously. It's a shame now because you just don't have that sense of multiplayer. Like we used to sometimes want to do that, then we'd skip to Perfect Dark and then go, no, Alan, you're too good at Perfect Dark, Just get rid of that, because he was amazing at the 3D gun or you know the see-through X-ray gun. But we'd play Mario Kart, we'd play a bit of F-Zero, we'd play a bit of at Wars, but then we'd play Mario Party. But it was always back to Bond. Bond was always our go-to. It really was. We had so many different multiplayer games back in those days, though. I had Diddy Kong as well. It was just great to just be able to slip into something different and, you know, play something new. But when it comes to the best memories I had, it was always Goldeneye. It was... Oh, God, that's why Goldeneye is a special place in my heart. I, I've not released an episode yet because I've been trying to coax Alan into doing it, but he's very nervous doing it. So I'm trying to coax him into do Golden X first, and if he can do Golden X well, then maybe he'll come back and he'll come do Bond with me. But, yeah, that was one of the... Snowboard Kids as well. Holy shit, Snowboard Kids... Oh, fuck me. Just that fucking turnstile where you suddenly lead in the race and you suddenly get to the turn. I mentioned this when we did the episode. When you, you lead in the race and all of a sudden you get to the turnstile and then you end up going from first to fourth because you can't get in the turnstile and it's one person each. Or someone hits you with the little um, item that makes you fly up as a balloon. You're like, you little shits. You bastards. Oh, Snowball Kids never change. Release... Th- Shit, there we go. There we go, Captain N. Bring back Snowball Kids... And not the DS version, the shitty DS version they brought out. Bring that back. Fuck, I want a new Snowboard Kids game. That would be tits. And in the same animation as 1 and 2, I want a new Snowboard Kids. I'd buy that day one. I'd slap my money down and I'd, I'd put my child on the, on the, say, can we trade? Holy shit, I'd do that. Oh, I love these questions. Raging Demon says, look, the only person in control is me, because apparently I'm a handsome person. People lose their control and want to kiss me. It's not the contest I want to win, but wins a win. Anyway, to you, Danny, my fellow Australian, who I assume knew Don Bradman's batting average for his Aussie tests uh, very high, I asked this. Moderately serious question. What game is impressed you the most so far this year, retro or otherwise? P.S. You have Soul Calibur 2 on GameCube, so all the games you buy are very small. Drink coasters. Well, it's correct. I do have Soul Calibur 2. I do have Soul Calibur 2 for the GameCube. Just Even though I've covered it for the show, I just wanted it. It's such a freaking good game um I'm, this is gonna be the first question i'm actually gonna refuse to answer not because i don't want to um because i think i should do it end of year dlc sort of thing for all the games i've played that year and i think if i was to suddenly start giving it away of what is my favorite game i played this year it might make the rest of the year basically be a bit of a joke not a joke that's the wrong way of saying it but say for example i say oh uh i don't know and resident evil 4 remake that's just an example is the best game i played this year and then it's basically like, well that's it now until you know so the other months other games don't matter because i have played so many games i have played so many games this year more than i have in a long long time and i put it down to the show which i'm so happy with so i don't just want to sit there and go no i'll tell you what. There's currently at the bottom of the list is breath of fire Holy shit, that's at the bottom of the list in the moment. And I can't wait to sit here and go, you know, what is my fake fi- what list of games have I played so far? I played a shit ton. I'm just really excited. So yeah, wait I'll wait till the end of the year and we'll probably do like something. To, we'll work out we'll work out together as a group what I'm gonna do, but we'll do something. And uh, finally, Nicol Hilson says I had a question in mind for this week, but then I read read all the other patrons' questions and saw it was very sexually charged. No, we No. No. It's a very sexually charged Patreon this week. So my question has changed. When's the Retro Wars?
1: Objection!
0: And there we go. See, I'm stopping that smut. That smut gets stopped. People. Fucking smut. Right, we have got to move on. We've got to move on because we've got so much to do. Holy shit. We're 20 minutes in. We've got so much to do already. Right, let us get, this is going to be such a long episode. Uh, let us get into our news section, which we call Patch 68.0. okay the news section so we've got quite a bit of stuff to go through or quite a bit of stuff that i'm going to be ranting about first of all tears of the kingdom is out it's out i've got it and i think it's hilarious i think it's great i will do a review on it but don't be expecting it in the next two three weeks although i am dropping everything just to play this game it's when i can get the time because obviously you know, life takes over responsibilities take over um but it's a fantastic game so far i think it's really good and what made me laugh, very simply, and I'll put this point, is that um there's there was you can make pretty much anything with this fuse thing they've got. You can make pretty much anything. And people have made this um man, like basically this huge man out of planks of wood, and they've basically put like two bombs for his balls and a rocket for his pee-pee and then set his light, and it made me laugh so much. I, I died laughing. And someone said, well, they're going to patch that out. It's like, how the hell are they going to patch that out? How? Like, what's going to happen the moment you draw anything like that? A big X is suddenly going to come over it. Now, the whole point of this game is that you can make whatever you want. You can make a fucking Gundam if you want. Make huge mechas and go driving around. Do what you want. It's just crazy. That's what I love about this game. It's like how to solve a problem. And I'm using these freaking huge bricks. Like as, as ladders, it probably wasn't the way you were meant to do the puzzle, but that's how I did it. You do whatever you want. Although I will say, the power of sticky long long stick stick or stick stick long stick long stick off Jesus, give the power of sticky long stick, just. Oh, because what you could do, you can fuse your weapons together, so you could put two broadswords and put them together. That, that's, in my opinion, that's a stupid thing, because you've got, like, these two swords on top of each other. It just looks stupid. You know, broadsword, broadsword. I was like, this just looks silly. But, hey-ho, you want to do that, you know, you, someone made a one where you could, they've got, like, a stick with butter at the end so they're just attacking people with butter fine that's what you want to do (laughs) just go nuts so i can't wait to make some stupid inventions i really can't now moving swiftly on into that the Zelda. this is a bit of a zelda stuff the series producer has said uh if the open world format is here to say so this is according to i'm going to butcher this uh, ag anuma he said, of course, the series continued to evolve after all kind of time, but I think it's also fair to say now we've arrived at Breath of the Wild and the new type of more open and freedom that it affords. Yeah, I think it's correct to say that this creates a new kind of format for the series to proceed from. So, yeah, maybe this is where Zelda's going to go from now on, but the the risk of that is that you're going to worry that the next one that comes out is just going to be, oh, another one, oh, another one. Like, maybe have more dungeons in. I, d- I don't know. Maybe, because are we going to be in the same world? Is it going to be like Breath of the Wild 3? Or are we going to go to a brand new Hyrule? Because that's how Zelda's known for, is going to different timelines, essentially. Look, only time is going to tell. I can't expect the next Zelda to be on the Switch. I can expect it to be on the new piece of hardware, because there was such a gap between the first and the second. So the the next one will be. It'll be just interesting to see. I think that'll really tell us where Nintendo sits with the direction of Zelda when we get the next one. And finally, the last story, I'm going to talk about this, is sales figures. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, apparently in the UK, has got the biggest retail launch. It is the second biggest launch in revenue behind the Wii Fit board, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, that was a fad when that came out. In terms of units, it's fourth behind Sun and Moon, Scarlet and Violet. Again, because they're they're boxed together. Sun and Moon, the Pokemon games are always boxed together. They have to be. Um, but the thing is, though, Nintendo... This is only the, the box sales. Nintendo don't say share digital figures, which is mental when you think of it like that. Because people would have bought Sun and Moon. You know, They would have bought the cartridge. Majority, they would have gone and got the cartridge. But Nintendo, imagine if the digital wasn't around, how many more copies would there be? So I, I suspect that if you took in the people who have bought it digitally, this is probably the best-selling game for the u k and probably other markets as well, um they've already said that its launch week has sold already fifty percent more than Hogwarts Legacy, which is mental, three times as many as Breath of the Wild did in its first week, and again, this is only box copies that's silly, silly, apparently it's already the best selling eighth best selling Zelda game ever in the u k. And, it, and that might, oh, it's only 8th. Yeah, it's about less than a week. That's it's stupid. It sold, outsold Skyward Sword and Win Wake in a matter of days in the UK. Mental. Like, let's see what happens when the dust settles. Let's just see where we get to. Because that is, that is crazy. Absolutely crazy. The, number, the, the numbers are figuring there. That's absolutely mental. Well, moving on from Zelda stuff, Ubisoft has announced a large game coming in next year, and then a spokesman said, "Ubisoft, they don't comment on rumours or speculation. Possibly Star Wars, possibly Assassin's Creed. I reckon, but it's a part of like Assassin's Creed Two Hundred and Twenty Two. But the problem is like, an unannounced lot. What the fuck? It'll be discounted within a week anyway, so I wouldn't really worry. I don't know what we're comparing. Ooh, a large game. I think a large game from Ubisoft. And then this goes back to my Xbox thing." Maybe Xbox should go after Ubisoft, because then you get Assassin's Creed. A lot of people play Assassin's Creed. Just saying, just saying. All right, talking about big figures. Remember the Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, well, it's now... I love this. It's now Mexico's best ever film ever at $82 million. $82 million that's US. This film is just ridiculous how well it's doing. I'm so happy for it. So good after the crap it got because of Chris Pratt's voice. It's doing so well. Well done, Super Mario Bros. And I think it's now, you can watch it on, you can stream it. So that's insane how quickly it now goes from, like, the movies to digital. Absolutely bonkers. Now, talking about thing which is bonkers, I think I reported a while ago this, but now it's got a bit bigger. Um, Saudi Arabia has now purchased more shares in EA, uh, further increasing its stake in the company. Apparently due to a new filing that was published, um basically the saudi arabia's public investment fund has now raised its shares from 16.1 million 16.01 million to 24.81 million which means more eight more shares got announced because they only had they had seven and now they've got 10 that is not 3% i'll tell you that right now um but they've now they now basically earned 10% of ea so you know, last week I joked that the CEO, whatever they were, he was Andrew Wilson, said we don't really care about the acquisition of Microsoft getting Activision Blizzard. We just do our own thing. Yeah, because Saudi Arabia is pumping money into you. That's why you don't care. It's because you've got so much money. It's ridiculous. You cheeky bastards. That's that's why. You just. I won't worry either. Ah, right. Things I want to talk about which make me happy. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Now, it's been a while since I talked about this. One of the biggest problems for the modding community has been solved. Now, previously, what for those who don't know, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is still played behind the scenes. It still gets a big hype because modders have basically made loads of extra characters. And they, they're not just crappy versions of it. They're really good versions. But the problem they've had is that you can't have two of the same type together. So, for example... Say if you're going to make... Spider-Man has the Spider-Gwen um, and Scarlet Spider. They use Spider-Man's base. I think Carnage does as well. They use the base of Spider-Man then just tweak it. So by doing that, it means you can't have Spider-Man Scarlet Spider on the screen at the same time. And everyone was trying to figure out how to do it. And even Maximilian Do put a bounty of $5,000 of his own money to someone who did it. And a guy called Genesis has now done it. He's he's done it. Now, we still haven't got a a select screen, you know, so you can go on and they're all on there. Uh, He has not done that, but the fact that you can now basically play as all these characters... So you could have Spider-Man, Scarlet Spider, and Spider-Gwen on the same screen at the same time. That is incredible for them because now you get to see all these extra things. And so, you know, if you want to have Dante from Devil May Cry and then Dante from Devil May Cry 5, you can have that. You couldn't have that previously. So I think it's absolutely incredible. And now the thing's going to be is, now they've done that, it's going to be the, the the character select screen. That's going to be the new one, which I don't think is going to be too hard to do for them to do. I think they'll figure that out pretty quick. Uh, this is going to explode. Like, I have not got round to Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because I've just been kind of busy. But now we can do stuff like this. I'm like, shit, I'm going to have to download this. It's going to be PC only. You're going to have to, because that's how you get the mods on. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm all in. I really am. All right, two more stories want to talk about, and a games I'm like, Ooh, one's a game. Um, mentioned last week, didn't I, that Mortal Kombat? It was looking like they're going to go to a reboot, and we got a trailer. And yes, it is a reboot. It is the world reimagined in Liu Kang's, Liu Kang, Liu Kang, Liu Kang's image. Basically, it looks like we're going around Mortal Kombat One again, um, and the visual cutscenes look very good. Jesus, they look very good. They're just making a PS5, Xbox Series, whatever version. Great. No game players of yet. I would have liked to see some gameplay. That would have been cool. Um, but the reboot idea does make sense when it comes to Sony. When it comes to the Microsoft to Sony. When it like, what am I on about? Calm down. When it comes to the Mortal Kombat lore, it makes complete sense that we're at this. I just hope that we don't basically keep rebooting the series and we just stick with this for a long time now the one thing i was a bit unsure about and i'm not we haven't had any much explanation is they announced what things called like cameo fighters where it could be like assists so i'm not sure on that and apparently these are characters who you can summon but you're not gonna be able to play i I don't know how without gameplay we're not gonna be able to see it yet i I never like that that's just me personally i prefer if there's a cameo fighter i just want them to be a playable fighter I like a Marvel vs. Capcom thing, like a Dragon Ball fighters, where they can just jump in. That's always been my thing. And um, we we got a release date of the September the nineteenth. That's when this game's going to be coming out. So uh, if Tekken comes out this year, fighting game fans, you are in for one. Twenty twenty three is the fighting game year. It, i was saying with Marvel vs. Capcom three getting its R sorted. Holy shit, you are in for the best year of fighting games ever. Now the trailer itself looks pretty cool. Basically, it's Liu Kang saying you. Know, there's always hatred, there's always war, and you see some of the main characters like Melina and Katana together, you see Sub-Zero and Scorpion, um, and then Sang-Sung comes from a pool, and then basically they all start killing each other. Simple as that. And then I found out, I got a message um, the day it came out, from my friend Nick, who was in Back in the Day, all the way in episode like episode 4, when he did Street Fighter three, and sorry, Street Fighter 2, and he basically went, hint, hint. And I was like, oh, did someone have fun in editing this? Now, he was part of the team that edited this. He always keeps these games secret from me, because I can't talk to you. You're, you're the press. And so I had to say, yep. I gave him my honest thoughts. I said, yeah, it's a good trailer. It's a really good trailer. Went, the editing, spot on. Because I did like the editing. But I said, it would have been nice to see some gameplay. Nothing to do with him, though. No. He knows that. He just, gets the, he just gets the footage. But I think, yes, Nick, you did a really good job. Well done. Um... I wanted to tease him. I wanted to tease him so much about what's coming for the Summerfest of games. You must know what's coming. Because he's hinted he was had a big game. And I said, I've mentioned it before. So this has been in the works for a long time, but he just obviously can't tell me. And I get that. Um, I keep saying one day I'm just going to get him drunk and I'm just going to work, get all the secrets out of him. Maybe. Because so, what else are you walking for? What else are you doing for Warner Brothers? When's Injustice coming out? When's Injustice 3 coming out? <laughs> I'll work on him. All right. Finally, the last story I'm going to talk about because we've been going off. Oh, geez, this is going to be such a long episode. Sorry, guys. It just I've been going on rants and there's still so much to go through. I'm so sorry. I, I do need to get better at this. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it. it it's definitely... I've definitely seen bits of it. Dove, the, yeah, the soap company, we're talking about that. They want to bring more diversity to video games. They showed off four different women and then put them in video games um so basically what it is they showed this trailer off right where you see this attractive woman's fighting a monster um and then she's like athletic attractive and then they go cut and then it's like okay it's whatever and then she goes to a trailer and then she takes off her clothes takes off her armor and gains like 80 pounds and then takes off her makeup and shows she's not like this hyper fit woman and they're basically saying like women, 74% of women don't feel represented playing video games it, it, where the fuck are they getting that figure from there's no hashtag, there's no star to say from this study, they just say 74% of women don't feel represented and it, I was a bit pissed off and they were basically arguing that we should have more women you know, of all types so they were looking at, they had a, a picture of a lady who had Down Syndrome, the lady I think it was Albino Albino, can you pronounce it um, the lady who was disabled, the lady who wasn't that attractive and overweight, and they were saying that, you know, here they are in digital form, they should be represented in games. Interestingly enough, again, I am not making this political, but no men. No men in that. Just women. Just just women. Now, look, there's a few things I want to say about that. Okay, so the ca- the character takes off her clothes and gets 80 pounds suddenly put on. Where the fuck is this armor where I can put it on? And I, it looks like I've lost 80 pounds. Can I have that, please? Could somebody find that on Amazon? I was like, are you... Where is he? Like, want it? Also, which is 74% of women don't feel represented in video... I don't feel represented in video games as a man. You know, I don't. And it was message speaking to my mum about this last night. She said she was going to listen to the show. Interesting if she does. But if she does, hello, mum. Basically, I sent her a picture of Ryu... Does that look like the modern man? Does that look like the modern in- individual? I-, I don't think it does. Because, I tell you what, I don't look like Ryu, or Guile, or Ken. I sense a picture of Joel from The Last of Us. Holy shit, I want to look like Joel when I'm older. Handsome and rugged with that g- gorgeous-ass beard. I'm not going to look like Joel. It's ridiculous. A lot of the games is we get to play now, you get to design your own character. So if you play Elden Ring, you know, Street Fighter, whatever, you could make your character look however you want. So if you want to make your character fat, make him fat. Do what you want. Do you. It's ridiculous. Because the thing is, why do we need to bang on that representation? Just make good games. Make good characters. Like, no one should have to tell you when you're making a video game, you need to have X, Y, and Z. No one. your game. your piece of art. You do what you want. If you want to make a game with a disabled character as front and center, fine. Fine. You do you. And, but make, make, if it's a good game, people will buy it. Simple as that. Like I'm not asked if there's someone who's overweight on the, the box, but as long as it's really good. As long as it's a good game, that's all I care about. But I just think people are more likely to play Tomb Raider if they've got someone like Lara Croft. I think they have. I just, I've always thought that. But at the end of the day, this is virtual reality, not real life. Just because what happens in real life doesn't always have to be reflected on screen. At no point do I ever look at the screen and go, Do you know what? I see that character. I'm madly, I am represented here. I like I, I can play Miles Morales Spider-Man and and I'm not gonna sit there and go, do you know what? He's black, I don't feel represented. No. I'm just gonna enjoy the story. Like I like playing a lot of my fighting games. I like playing as women. Like I shit, I go through Sakura, Street Fighter, Asuka, or as Asuka, oh, Asuka, um in Tekken. I always oh, Diddy Kong racing. I was the mouse I just always seem to deviate towards female characters. Why? Because they're cool. I just like them. Overwatch, I go tracer. You need I go on. I can keep going on if you want. I always just seem to gravitate towards female characters. When I play, usually play Dark Souls or Elden Ring, I usually pick a woman. I just do. I just but that doesn't mean to say I don't feel represented. Oh, it just it just pisses me off. At the end of the day, Dove, you're a soap company. Soap! Stay in your lane. Sell soap. Ridiculous. I just don't understand these people. I I really don't. It just baffles me, and it absolutely baffles me why people just can't stay in the lane. Now, in aid of this, I was going to do a DLC episode where I was going to be talking about, in my eyes, the top 10 gaming women. But... As I've now found out, Sony are basically doing a big, huge presentation. And the rumors are this thing is going to be absolutely massive. So it's going to be like literally ground shaking. So I'm intrigued what's going to be being shown. So that has to take center stage. So top 10 gaming women will have to. Oh God, how bad does that feel? A man is putting women to the side. Gee, that just sounds horrendous. It's the timing, people. The timing. Um, but we're going to be talking about what's going on at the PlayStation Showcase, which I think is on, I think it'll be on Wednesday in America, Thursday morning for me, and I think 6am for me in the morning, so I will be talking about that, please don't send me spoilers, because I really run. to, you know, if there's big shocks, like a Final Fantasy Tactics remake, holy shit, I will lose my freaking mind, guarantee we'll probably see Spider-Man 2, uh, we'll definitely see some gameplay, Wolverine will probably see some gameplay, if we got Final Fantasy Tactics Remake, I'd be over the moon. Um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I think we'll get some footage of that. I think Tekken 8, I think we'll get a release date. I think Mortal Kombat, we'll get some footage of them. They're my big ones that I think we're going to get. Wait and see, basically, we'll, what we're going to get in the future. But I think they're the main things we're going to see. If I'm wrong, if I'm right, I'll be absolutely over the moon. But wait and see. So, that yeah, that's going to be next week's DLC. And because there is something to celebrate, we gotta go into Celebration Sector. Celebration sectors. where basically, if I see something I want to celebrate, I'm going to celebrate it. And I've got two things I want to bring forward. First of all, I want to say happy birthday to Mr. Jake McCauley, who is a good friend of the show, The Dirt Wizard. Please go follow him on YouTube. He's one of my oldest friends I've been doing YouTube with. He'll be coming on the show again very soon, and oh, I love him. I love him to pieces. Well done, and happy birthday, my friend. Also, I want to say congratulations to my friend Andy and friend Jackie, who have just celebrated the birth of their third little boy... I'm not gonna name him for they've not given me permission to do so, but I can't wait to meet him next week. We're gonna go to Pizzas It is so really looking forward to it. So congratulations, Andy and Jackie. I'm so made up for you. Okay, let's do something fun. Let's move on to our free section, which everyone can play, which is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh So, Stick It Up Your Jinjo is our free section, which isn't Patreon-restricted, and you guys can play, no matter what, and just let me know on Twitter. I'll put it up on Facebook, and we're using the Facebook comments because there was a ton of them. So, we're going through that backlog, and we've got four for this week, because four was a fair number. First of all, Jeremy Arm and says, Secret of Manor, I got the way, way beyond the, I got, I got all the way to beyond the game. Okay, I got, sorry, it was just because it's messed up on the, the text. Whipped across the area to progress, glitches out, screen wouldn't scroll, reset back to save, same result. Tried several times, game cartridge must have been bad, rage quit, never finished the game. Oh no! That's horrible! And there's nothing you can do! Oh, that's shit. That's shit, isn't it? It's not even your fault, you ain't even cheating. Oh, that's crap. You know, when you put so many hours into a game and then suddenly it fucks up. Like, that must be your cartridge, mate. Because, sadly, I don't think I've never heard of a Secret Mana glitching like that. Someone could probably tell me, no, that's common. Like, oh, but maybe it's not. Oh, Jeremy, I'm so sorry. Do you, like, look at a Secret of Mana cartridge now and, like, get really upset? Like, oh, poor guy. Uh, Louis Oscio Jr., says, as a non-Souls player, my jump for joy moment was beating the first dragon you fight in the swamps. Decided I was going to try it, and I got a lot closer to winning than I thought. After about an hour of attempts, I finally won. Well done. Five claps for you. Five claps for you. Never give up. Never give up when it comes to the Souls games. You could easily throw the controller away straight away, but no, you just battle on, you keep bruising, and eventually you'll do it. So, well done. And then you'll get to the next room and get your ass handed to you. (laughs) Eat, sleep, repeat. That's how Dark Souls is. That's how the Souls games work. But well done, Louis. Is it Luis? I'm going to pronounce that correctly. I am so sorry. Um, I'm going to butcher this as well. Quam Alexandra? I've experienced both at the same time. I'm assuming this is joys and highs and lows. My son beat me at Mario Kart 8 a few days ago. He's five. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's just reminded me of this um this YouTube channel. It's the guy who goes, Emotional damage. And he's basically and they would try wait a like when two Chinese when two Chinese people try and out Chinese each other and then one of them goes, My son is surging. Oh how old is he? Twelve. <laughs> <I'm> pissing myself. I was gonna my son beat me at Mario Kart. How old is he? Five. <laughs> Oh it's great. Uh, but then he puts he completely crushes his mother every time. Good. Good. That's awesome. Do you know what? There's there's a bluey ep- I blue. There's a bluey episode called I think it's Obstacle Course. If anyone get like, doesn't watch watch that. It's only 10 minutes long. Watch that. That's how every parent should treat this situation when it comes to their kids beating them. Really that is the case. Oh that's great. Is it again I apologize if I butchered it. Farry fin finally I can't even read properly because I said finally but his name's Gary. So it was like for, yeah, Gary Tomlinson. I didn't butcher that. Here we go. Street Fighter 2 back in the day on the SNES. I used to smash the control on the floor as my brother used to say. If you can't do it, why are you playing? Ooh Oh, don't you hate when someone says that. or oh, it's only a game. oh, go to hell. Then Mario Kart Wii was in a clan back in the day. Oh love that. Like a clan going round, we'll be unicorns. Got shot on the line and punched our sofa arm, Tented it, which the wife wasn't best pleased with. Ooh. Oh fuck, where it gets worse. To top it off, I got the discount and snapped it in half. Oh, Jesus Christ! And then I had to ask my brother for his version. I'd be like, "No, no chance, sunshine. You're not having it." Oh, he's got even worse. And then more recently, I was playing Destiny, always swearing and raging at every PvP death. Also took the disc out and snapped it in his 40-plus-year-old boomer. Jesus Christ. This is FIFA-level rage. FIFA-level rage. Oh, my God. Snap the disc. Oh, I've never snapped the disc. I bet you were devoed immediately after you did that. Holy shit! Oh, I cry. Oh. oh my god! I love this. I love this segment for the for the rages. So good, so good. Oh, I feel so sorry for you, Gary. I hope I go see someone. Please go see someone. <laughs> Oh, thank you, guys. They're really good. I look forward to getting some more next week. They're absolutely great. All right, let's move into our final segment, which is our Patreon episode we'd like to do, which is called Survive or Die. Survive or Die is where we get two games, franchises, characters, anything really, and we put them in front of Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and he is going to smash one of their brains out with Shao hammer, and you guys get the chance to, not well, change my opinion. Really, that's how we look at this. And this week, considering we're talking about F-Zero, I like to look at futuristic races, so I went with F-Zero X and Wipeout, which came out for the PlayStation. Now, you all, quite a lot of you got involved in this week, which I really like. So first of all, Chris Coplin says, I would like to have a nicely crafted rant here, but I just can't think of one. I'm going to have to be boring here, like the Wipeout games. Well, at least boring compared to F-Zero, especially F-Zero X. So F-Zero X survives. Wipeout and it's your trash soundtrack and get smashed. Yeah, he had a pretty crappy soundtrack, didn't it?" Oh, it had a pretty crappy soundtrack. I love how you compare it to F Zero. Not even not even the F Zero X. Even the Super Nintendo version was like, ah, it's crap in comparison. You can see how he feels with that one. Dave McGee says, Sir, how about we how can we play survival die when both of these franchises have been dead for a very long time? I know, Dave, I know. Do you know how much it bloody upsets me we have this discussion? Holy shit, it frustrates me. Oh, F-Zero, come back to me now. Do you know what That's made me think? You know, another bloody franchise I want back. Mystical Ninja starring G- Goemon. Bring that shit back as well. I've not had one of them for years, freaking Konami. Have a word. Captain N says, Oh, McGee, you simple little Canadian. This is why you join Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Retro Wars, where you can just slag off everybody else. You can play these games by not buying these games and instead erasing Danny himself. You think this was outside the rules, but if you erase Danny, you erase the game, and therefore there are no rules. I choose Danny. Get fucked, Captain N. Take your fucking little stupid rules. Who the This is- uh, I've given you the options, and you decide to erase me! You want to erase freaking me! Well, guess what? Episode 75's audio files can go BOO! No, I'm not going to do that, but still BOO! I am the one who knocks. I am the one who fucking records this show, you piece of shit. Don't you dictate to me who gets fucking erased and make your own rules up, you piece of blank bollocks shit. (sighs) Just Sam. Just let that out my system a little bit. Terrible human. Moving hopefully swiftly on to a nicer comment from Pyjama. Maybe that's nicer. Not even a real contest. See, we're already on to a nice start here. F-Zero survives. X might still be a bit rough around the edges, but it's such a fun game. I feel like the roster of races gives it a lot more personality as well compared to Wipeout. More importantly though, the usage of weapons in Wipeout was always a bit lame for me, reminding me too much of Mario Kart. The F-Zero way of having to ram into other drivers always feels a bit of a risk and greatly backfiring you adding even more attention to an already insane game. Yes, there, there was that! huge element with f0 like you can just butt off your opponent and flick him off the ring or flick him off the ring flick him off the track or you can smash him into against a wall but if you miss you did you did it's like oh shit that ain't good yeah i remember the weapons from wipeout they were a bit poo weren't they like beow, beow, beow. yeah they were a bit rubbish blame the hogie man says f0 survives what I w- hope you wasn't looking for context. No, I don't need context. I don't need an explanation. I'll just take F-Zero survives. It's looking like a bit of a... It's looking a bit of a, like a wipeout, isn't it? Whee-hee. Uh You don't need context. You follow the rules. At least you're not like Captain N, who wants to erase freaking me. You? You're fine, Blaine. You are fine. And finally, Raging Demon says, Wipeout is wiped out because I remember enjoying F-Zero on the Game Boy Advance. I had that game. It was one of the first Game Boy Advance games I got. I played Wipeout and I barely remember it. But well, we all know Nintendo took Shark Khan's Hammer to F Zero many years ago. So regardless of what we say, F Zero is dead. In fact, Dave is right. I know it's weird saying that, but this should be called revival. Put flowers down. <laughs> revival. Put flowers down. They're both in a very old part of the gaming cemetery. Stop it. <laughs> it's I like, wrap well, that rather. Well, like, he's already dead. <laughs> Oh yeah, fucking, we know Wipeout's getting shark and hammered, but in reality, yeah, we know Nintendo's fucking done with both of them, aren't they? Oh, the day that they release, do you know? Do you know what's going to happen? And I could just say right? So PlayStation are coming out with this big thing, aren't they? And I mentioned it earlier. And you wouldn't you laugh if they suddenly whipped out F Zero? So ah, oh, we bought it off Nintendo. Jesus, the oh, whole wouldn't that be good? F Zero on a PS Five. Oh, God, It's just I'm just dying in my own filth. Oh, poor, poor little thing. All right, we've been going on for so long. This is such a long episode. All right, so what have I been up to? Um, not much, really. It's just been solid work. I went to a farm with a little one. That was quite good fun. She really enjoyed that. Saying that, though, made me laugh. Um, the other day, um, Hiccup said to me, Daddy, Daddy, I went, yes. Let's play fights. and I was like, "Okay, if you want to play fight, that, that's fine. I, I'm up for that." So I put the Mortal Kombat music on. I put this on, and we, we you know, we, we got ready. Okay, before anyone says anything, I know it's not the one from the original movie. This is from the second movie, or the the, the 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 recent film. But this is all I could find. And when I was asking Amazon, I was like, "Amazon, please play this. Please play this." I kept getting this, so fuck it. That's what I'm getting. So my little ones like. Daddy, let's play fight. I'm like, no, you got to wait. you got to wait till the beat drops. And when it said fight, I was in. I'm going to beat her up. And she's like, no, I said, you do it properly. You do it fucking properly. She's trying to hit me with a sword. I was like, no, no, I'm going to stop finishing you in a second. Finish him. Finish her. So my wife was watching me going, what the fuck are you doing? Because I'm just sitting there going, dun, 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 dun. And I was like, playing Mortal Kombat? She was like, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. The child, poor child's like beating through a pulp on the floor. Not knowing what's here, really. I was like, well, fatality. Um, And for the sake of anyone listening, no, I did not actually physically attack my child and do a fatality on her. (laughs) Because someone's going to go, well, I'm going to have to call the police. No, you're not. It's fine. Uh, What have I been playing? Well, I've been playing, actually, I I said earlier I've been playing um, Zelda. I have. I've had a good go of that, uh, but I want to get way more hours in it if I can. Um, I have been playing, because I'm I'm finishing up projects that I have been doing, so I've been playing a bit of Super Nintendo Mario Kart, I have been playing Wipeout, not Wipeout, (laughs) no, uh, Wave Race, Wave Race 64, I've been playing that. And I have been playing, oh, I'll be starting, no, I need to start this week, I'm going to be starting Beautiful Joe on the GameCube. Yes, I have Beautiful Joe on the GameCube, I'm going to be doing that, uh, but once those projects are done, I think everything's been dropped for a while, whilst I can get Zelda done, uh, because I really want to give that a go. And the mother-in-law's coming soon, which is good, because when she arrives, I know most people are horrified by that, but it means I can play even more games, because she can do shit. It's great. Right. Let's just get into uh, your thoughts. We, I always like to give you jer- I, You jerks, I was about to say then. <laughs> what do they say when it's like a Freudian slip? <laughs> you know me in the thoughts. <laughs> All right, I'll give you guys a chance to uh, say your thoughts on F-Zero before we go into the chat with me and Anthony. So Dave McGee has said, I've never played this game, so boner, 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 boner. Uh, I don't know what you want me to do with that, Dave, but no. No, and that's not getting the objection because I don't know what you mean. Um, Captain N says, Fast tracks, cool cards, go, go, go racing, great visuals. Nintendo was on top of their game and this sequel brought them into the GameCube era. Mm, I'm not trusting where this is going. Pajama says, One of the best games ever made. I agree. Such a refined game with an amazingly satisfying learning curve. I remember finally being able to clear all the cups on Master difficulty and it felt so damn good. You did better than me. Add to that the amazing roster of racers, custom machines, and the amazing soundtrack. Also the fact that in multiplayer you only had a few seconds to complete the race after the first player reaches the finish. Getting that disqualification on the results screen was so brutal. I never got to play it in multiplayer. So I missed that because, yeah, my mates are kind of... They were down the PlayStation route, and I was the only one with a GameCube. They're like, "Whoa!" Captain N comes back and says, "I couldn't agree more." You piece of shit, you bellend! And then finally, Blaine the Hoagie Man says, "I've never played this game either." So there you go. This isn't. This isn't. Everybody jump in and then say, "I've never played it." This is. This is meant to be your memories, people. Your memories of this game. Not all. Oh, let's all just join in and wallow in Danny's pity. That's what usually Chris does. Or Jake when he's on the show, not you, oh, guys, 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 oh, what are we going to do with you? Either way, we've been going at this for so long, so let us get on to the main main event, shall we, of F-Zero GX. Me and Anthony had a good chat about it, he wanted to do this and so I was really happy about it. I've not been able to get a copy for my GameCube, um, which is really upsetting. But I will get a copy for it at some point. I'll try and find a cheap version. I'll have to go through the list of games I've actually got for everyone. But Let's Just Games it. has been going long enough. Um, let's play some music. And when I come back, me and Anthony from H string Fury Gaming are going to be talking about F-Zero GX, which came out for the Nintendo GameCube in Europe on the 31st of October 2003. Jesus, nearly 20 years ago. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning once more to the show is Anthony from 8-String Fury Gaming. How are you, sir?
1: Been good, man. How are the holidays? Oh, really, really good.
0: No, it was good. We were just chatting off air. No, really, really good. Um, good time to see my friends and family. Um, and, yeah, how was yours?
1: Yeah, pretty good.
0: Now, you, you picked something, and it was interesting because you mentioned this. At the time of recording, I'm recording this the day after the 50th episode went out. And you put something on sticky rupy ginjo and it just it just stung. It just stung. It really did. Because you're doing you wanted to do F0 GX for the GameCube. And you mentioned about how it's 20 years old this year. And that just oh, that hurts me. It really does. Yeah, my bones are
1: creaking a little more every year.
0: Oh. I look at it and you said, Yeah, it's old enough to be old enough to drink. Well it's old enough to drink in Australia and England. But not in, yeah, not in everywhere else in, Australia, in America and Canada. It's like, nah, you can't drink. But uh, it's old enough to have a fake ID, at least. It is. It's old enough to have a fake ID. And it made me so sad because I absolutely love GX. I, oh, I love F Zero. And the fact that this is the only, this is the last main console version is just. It just hurts. It just hurts so much because this game is just quality. I, that's the best way I can put it. Like I was. I haven't been able to replay it because I haven't got access to a GameCube. But I. I. I've got a copy of this somewhere. It's. I never sold it. I know I didn't. It's
1: somewhere in my house. Only back in England. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have mine right in my hand right now. It's uh, beautiful.
0: oh!
1: <gasps> it is a thing of beauty, isn't it? Yeah, gold light comes out every time I open it.
0: <laughs> the gold gold light of, like, you realize, like, do you know what? I played F-Zero X, and I loved, that was my first foray, foray, foray into the uh, F-Zero world. And I I completed that 100% it. And I thought, oh, I was just, you know, I'm going to boss F-Zero GX. It's just F-Zero X, isn't it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, You're fucking fool. no, it's not.
1: No, it is not. It's... It it must be the G. It must be the G that makes it. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> right now, I just want to talk about like GameCube games for like a second because I was, I was a little skeptical about doing F0GX. I'm like, I don't even know if he has the game. I just know it showed up in like a Google doc because mm-hmm. GameCube games have been like skyrocketing in price lately. Have they? It's it's crazy. Like I remember getting like GX back in like the mid 2000s because I I didn't like hear about this game until uh. I picked up the GameCube version of Ocarina of Time and that had like a whole bunch of trailers for games on there like Metroid Prime, Mm -hmm. uh, Four Swords, F-Zero GX. So that's how I kind of heard about it at first. Otherwise, I would have never even like known this game existed. Oh, really? Yeah. So right now I have like four GameCube games in my hand right now and I think this entire pile is probably worth somewhere near $400. That's sick of it. That's absolutely... So what games are they? So F-Zero being one of them. Uh, well, well, F-Zero GX, uh, Ocarina of Time, Master Quest. Yeah. Uh, pa- Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, which I think I've seen going for almost 200. That's crazy. And the fourth game, which you should be grateful I, I didn't choose this one for this episode, Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God.
0: I've never played Shadow, but I know of its reputation... So it's like yeah. that's like Sonic at the
1: Hedgehog 06 level. So, yes, well done for not picking that. Very well, impressive. To, to be fair, the best thing about 06 is that it didn't make Shadow the worst game anymore. No, it didn't. It really didn't. So, we could have played yeah. that and gone, yeah, we okay, can. We still got 06. No matter what we say, we've got to, I'm going to have to do that one day, aren't I? Fuck. Uh, uh, maybe future podcast, maybe. But, um. Oh, that's so, good. So, let's, let's do a little game with the audience right now. So, I've got GX in one hand. I've got Shadow the Hedgehog and another. One is rated E ten and up, and the other is rated T for teen. So, before you answer, let me just remind you: F Zero GX has a bunch of people posing on the front and a bunch of racing, and just no. I don't think there's any like fist fights in the game at all. Shadow the Hedgehog has a a hedgehog with a big ass gun in his hand, an explosion in the background, and I think the first thing you do in that game is shoot cops and aliens. So, (laughs) which one of these two games do you think is rated T for teen? (laughs) you're joking it was the f-zero one it is the f-zero one shadow is e10 and
0: up ah do do you know what i think it could be because in this is okay spoiler if you've not played the story and but because the bad guy kills deathborn kills black shadow now black shadow is a character not shadow the hedgehog because he actually kills him maybe because there's that one death
1: it's it's possible. I think that, I think there's also like a bunch of movies in, in the game too. And I think one of them has like uh one one of the characters just shooting a bunch of targets. But uh they, yeah, there's really not nothing that, that really makes this game T for teen compared to shooting cops in the oh, first yeah. level.
0: Shooting cops, shooting cops these days apparently is fine, allegedly. Yeah. So like people think, oh yeah, it's fine. We're, we're not gonna censor that shit at all. Yeah, just go on. There's a hedgehog just shooting everything he can. Like why think it's oh, shadow this...
1: fucking guns? Fucking hell. Oh, and there's also also there's this one line where Shadow goes, Damn, where's that fourth chaos emerald? Like Oh he, That's he, it.
0: He, nah, ugh, fuck. I don't want to no play that game. In,
1: there's no cursing in GX, but uh anyway, back to GX. I, I don't want to play that game. I don't want to play it.
0: You Bastard! Why would you bring such shit to my show? Oh, it's gonna hurt. But we uh, we just we, to we, wait till you... next episode. <laughs> oh, don't. Yeah, that'll be you. you oh, oh do did you dare? Um, I, I, don't get me wrong. I I, I love F Zero F G X. It was incredible because I I had the buzz from F Zero X, and I can't remember how I got into that. Whether I bought it first before I played Smash Brothers on N sixty four, or it the other way around, I can't remember because F- Captain Falcon was one of the secret characters on that game. And, yeah, I, I played F-Zero X to absolute death. And I actually, last time I played that was when I was at Manchester with one of our other um, guests, Rob Cox. And we we were at a bar getting pissed and they had F-Zero and I was just playing the death race until I could finish it. Um, but this, yeah. do you know what the noise
1: with This game doesn't
0: have the death race. I don't know if you ever That's knew a... what that was on it on the N64
1: version. Yeah, yeah, death race is uh, thir- 30 cars. You murder everyone, basically. Yeah, it just... and it's also no, there's no X Cup either. So that's the one where, uh, you beat the game, you get the X Cup, and it's just randomly generates new tracks for you to play. So you can never play the same thing over again. It hasn't got. Like, I guess suppose like this game did
0: have a lot, so maybe that was just gonna be too much for it, it would randomly generate tracks every time. But and maybe the death race was too much because it had the story, which it didn't have. It's never had before. Like it, the story is so, so basic and so campy. I it's... love it as hell. I love every minute of it. But I, 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 I have to admit, like I um, was trying to work out, Right, I know I never finished it because I got a date. I didn't get a day one, but I got it as a kid. I was like, I didn't finish it. Where did I get up to? And I failed on chapter six, which was where... Okay, you may, may as well go through each one because it was just, you know... So yeah. basically the story mode has... It's not like the cups. It's completely different um, where you basically follow Captain and, and Falcon around and it, it, it's really campy shitty story who gives a shit it's f-zero try and make a story out of this bollocks so the first one is him just basically you've got to collect batteries in a time period just kind of eases you in um right which isn't too bad the second one is you've got to face what's his guru what's his name samurai goro samurai goro there we go you have to beat him in a race That's oh, okay you basically just wait until the last minute dodging boulders so just wait and get Can't him at the end. i losing my fire
1: stingray. Yeah. And it proceeds to lose in his fire stingray.
0: Yeah, but then he swings his arm around. Like he literally swings his arm around, Sega style. It's hilarious in the cutscenes. The third oh, one yeah. wasn't that just the, the burnt escape from the building? Number... No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Our number three one was, was
1: the, the, bat? the 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 race, the bet race. We... It's, it's like it's like Captain Falcon's wearing this dumbass outfit Like, no one will know it's him he's yeah, No one will know the it's same... Captain Falcon He's just racing the, with the blue Falcon and everything That's his signature car and... God damn yeah, He's like, sit there with muscles Like Also, this kind of goes to
0: how, how does he get in the race? So basically some old man comes to him and says Hey, Shani I need fucking money Let's fix the race Let's fix the odds And pretend you're not Captain Falcon And I'll get loads of money and so Captain Falcon just goes, ah, fuck it, I'll go with the idea of it. And again, that's fraud in itself.
1: Um, So yeah, he's a criminal. You can't do that. Yeah, Yeah, uh, he basically just brings a gun everywhere too, which I, I also think is highly suspect, but yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that's disgraceful. Like, how did how did the racing staff go, oh, we don't even know who this guy is. Oh, fuck it. Just let him in. Just let him in. It looks like oh, it potentially could be Captain Falcon. We can't really prove it with any forms of DNA or identification. Fuck it's it. just what... his car and everything. Yeah. Well, and we'll just let him in. We'll let him into this super death race, and it's fine. He can go in, and he does. So, yeah, so Captain Falcon has now lost all credibility as a person. Um.
1: He doesn't even take the money at the end, though. No, he doesn't. Bullshit. Leaves. Leaves? Because, oh, I suddenly care about Black Shadow blowing shit up
0: now. Yeah, yeah. Black Shadow on TV, his nemesis, who I freaking love, Black Shadow. Uh, He comes on, blows shit up. He's like, oh, I better just not take the money. I'll just need to actually, oh, yeah, save people. Um, Number four was the burning building, and you're trying to get away. Uh,
1: No, number four was uh, the Michael Chain's gang oh and, shit uh, yeah it was you had to destroy them all wasn't it that's your death race right there that's your death race and basically you have to beat
0: him up or beat his gang up to get to him um yeah. so they're all after you because that was one thing with f-zero is that the fact you could just you could literally smash everyone up which was great and uh, number five was the burning building and uh, number six was the one i got stuck on and it was the bomb and um, basically it's they they look they watch keanu reeves and speed and went yep we can nick that idea that'll do and basically, you have to go, uh, you have to stay above 700 kilometers per hour, which is ridiculous. And if you don't do that, the car blows up. And I couldn't do it. That I yeah. tried and tried and tried, I could not do that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's about a movie about a bus that had to keep its speed up or the bus would explode. I, or, or so I think it was called, um. The bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> the bus that couldn't slow down. That's <laughs> as, as my Simpsons reference for the day. So, 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 yeah. So, chapter 5, that's the one with the tunnel and the doors. And uh, if you play the normal, you unlock hard mode. And when you yeah. beat hard mode, you unlock very hard mode. So, normal is 50 seconds. Hard is 45. Very hard is 40. And this door closes on me every single time. Like, you could like haul ass, and but if you mess up once, you got to start the whole thing over. Like, no, like the other two difficulties are forg- forgiving, but very hard. I don't think I've ever beaten very hard on chapter five.
0: I wouldn't have even gone anywhere near very hard. I would have gone, nope, fuck that shit, fuck yeah. that shit right away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Chief. yeah. Chapter six was like a cakewalk in comparison to five. I was gonna say, it was so yeah, because
0: brutal. It just just stay above seven hundred now, and because I didn't, you know, I never ever saw the rest of story mode. And this is what sets me because there's so much of this game, like you know, hidden um, to unlock. Like, what was what was chapter seven? I know what chapter eight was. was right. but, yeah,
1: yeah. So before, okay, but before that, chapter six has like this really fun idea where they're like, hey, just before the, just before you reach the end, we're just gonna put this blind turn at the end. And you're just guaranteed to hit it and die. Yeah. That's always fun.
0: Because yeah. So you, you
1: need to memorize everything with this game. If you can't memorize
0: the track, you absolutely, you're buggered. You're fucked. You've got to, yeah. it's, it's like, you know, when you see, uh, have you ever seen the film Cool Runnings? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when well, the Jamaican Bobsleigh team, and they're, um, they're in the bath, aren't they? Learning every single turn. That's what you need to do with F-Zero GX. I'm not saying you need to go into a bath and get ready for every turn, but you need to learn every single turn or you lose. You won't be able to do it on the high difficulties or even normal difficulty for that matter.
1: I mean, you could probably just do a shower. You probably don't even have to do a bath. <laughs> but, but yeah.
0: Not, need, someone comes in, get out of the shower. No, I'm practicing my F-Zero GX. Shut up.
1: Yeah, we're killing two birds with one stone. We're practicing and we're, and we're cleaning.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're getting clean. I, I yeah. that's what we all should do. We should all visualize video games. Like when you play Dark Souls, that's how you that's how you get good. You visualize right. the battle in your mind while having a shower. That's how you do it.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I was gonna bring up Dark Souls too, because it's like games like you know, the, the Souls games, Bloodborne, Elden Ring, Sekiro, all that stuff, you know, you these games, you know, they have that reputation for being brutally difficult. Yeah. So like you would go in the boss room, you would get curb stomped, you try again you get curb stomped the second time. And then after maybe 10 or 20 tries, you still get curb stomped, but you do a little better each time. It's it's like that Family Guy episode with the Black Monopoly. It's like you don't win. You just do a little better each you time. do a
0: little better each time. It's true, though, that I this has been, you know, obviously retrospective has been, confer, has been, it's been compared to the Dark Souls of racing. And I agree with it because yeah. it is, it, it, you know, again, I finished F-Zero X. I loved it. But F-Zero GX is a different monster and you need to it is hard. it's it's unforgiving, but again it's not it's not cheap. If that's if that makes sense. I think it's just it's just you've gotta be good. And the better you get, the better game you get to play.
1: Right. Yeah, I was gonna originally come on here and just call Danny a baby and just tell him to get good for like an hour straight. But if you look up like racing, like, like you look up, like, the hardest games ever made, or here's my list of, like, the hardest video games ever made, you'll, you'll see the usual suspects. You'll see Dark Souls, yeah. you'll see Ninja Gaiden, the PS2 Shinobi, you'll see F-Zero GX a bunch of times. It's it's that fucking hard. It is. And again, I yeah. couldn't
0: do this on normal difficulty. Again, yeah. I, I don't know how old was, was it, 2003, so I was 17. I could not do this on normal difficulty at that stage.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but when... Uh, but but when you finally beat it, it's like the greatest feeling in the world. Oh yeah, and Fuck then you sense. play the, and then you play the next chapter and it stomps you. Yeah, and it stomps you again. Yeah, that that yeah. that is it is that because that's the feeling with Dark Souls. When you beat a
0: boss, you get that sense of euphoria, and then you walk into the next area and just get curb stomps immediately. That is like how this feels. It really does. It is just oh so good. So right. you, you want that feeling more again and again and again. And I had to eventually. I had to. Yeah, chapter six, I was done. I could not beat it yes. anymore.
1: So, so yeah, so I went through, I, I powered through this game when I was like a teenager. So, uh, so what happened was chapter six, you get, he gets this car, he jumps off a ramp, a hook knocks the bomb off, and he's, he's back for the Grand Prix, which is chapter seven. Just you, the Grand Prix, Black Shadows there, Blood Falcon's there, all, all the characters are there. You basically just have to win the grand prix, but every car- every car in the game I think cheats like they have like infinite boost and oh, you don't. Lovely. 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 They they all cheat in chapter 7. But but if you do somehow beat chapter 7, Deathborn just comes off and just you just basically just kills Black Shadow in front of like millions of people.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> just just
1: watching this. Just just go back a step, right? So They have this big Grand
0: Prix, right? And then, but the the thing that made me laugh is like, oh, shit. We've seen on national TV that Black Shadow has been fucking up, blowing up shit, and yet we still let him get in his car and still let him race like there's no fucking problem. This guy's a fucking terrorist. This is like letting ISA, this is letting like an ISA suddenly go on to the Monaco Grand Prix and just crack on. Oh, it's all right, guys. We're just here for the race
1: yeah oh, yeah yeah but the way i see it if ezra miller can play the flash then uh the black shadow can race in the grand prix <laughs> <laughs> that's the way i see it but uh yeah like half the people in the grand prix are just like there's just career criminals assassins yeah. like they're there to kill somebody
0: yeah i think maybe because it's a death race because that's what you have to like as the overtone of this game it is it is a death race and like it's amazing that all 30 races from the from F- from F-Zero X are still in this game it's, it's it's canonically a year later. But it's amazing that they're all still there because you, so many people must die in this game. So many characters because they don't just like get Lukaku, Lukaku, and uh, Lukaku just picking them all up, you know, putting them back on the track. They die. They they die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was doing my F-Zero video, which uh, you could totally check out on my channel, by the way, stream do, so. uh, do so. Do so. So what happens is uh there's a racer I was looking into his name is his name is the Mighty Gazelle and uh this guy died like this guy was human got he died in a fiery car accident on the F0 track but they rebuilt him as a as a cyborg or a robot <laughs> and they and he's racing again
0: yeah standard standard te- yeah. they got, they've got the technology to make race cars you learn go- nothing yeah, they've got a race cars to go two and a half thousand kilometers. Why can't they just build someone who was literally an ash puddle and re- rebuild him? Like, how is he even, how is there even anything of him left?
1: There's nothing left. He's just all robot.
0: Oh, it's a, oh they'll put that one DNA, bit of DNA. Oh, That him. He's a cyborg. We've got that one yeah, strand of DNA.
1: This one grain of ash. They'll yeah, do it.
0: That's all you need. Because the thing is, though, right? Actually, no, we'll go into the, the whole... St- the whole way of it works and stuff after the story, because yeah, the, the the Deathborn kills um, Black Shadow, and then Deathborn wants a race, and he basically he's like the well, he's like he's like Hell's champion, and then he does I want a race because of course that's that's everything this story needs is just a race to solve all the problems, not you know world domination. A race that apparently Magic racing, yeah, just just racing, and then Falcon wins that. But what was great? Yeah, he beats, he, beats, he beats yeah,
1: they do this thing where um, sorry, they do this thing where they bring out like the, the championship belt and Deathborn's underworld belt. It's like darkness and light. <laughs> like they like, they're, they're it's so like, it's yeah, and it, and it could turn this world into a pile of ashes in an instant. It's like Falcon, don't race the guy, just just deck him right there. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> this is the whole Yu-Gi-Oh! bullshit sort of thing. It's like we're gonna decide the world the
0: fate of the world on a children's card game. No, just, just... just a gun. Just use your gun. Yeah, just use your fucking gun. And the thing is, though, what does winning the race do? Does Deathborn suddenly go, right, oh, shit, I, I can't do world domination. I just can't. The guy beat me in a race, you know, it's just one of those.
1: It's like bullshit. Yes, you win. <laughs> yeah,
0: you win. I'll go back to hell. I'll be a good yeah. boy and you'll never see me again. And it's like, no, just,
1: just just kill him. Just kill each other. You know, just- Right. And then, and then when he gets the belt and the two form to create, I, I don't know, the, the super ultra deluxe rare mega belt. Yeah. Suddenly you go from racing robot Satan and hell to basically just racing against the creators of the universe. Yeah. God. You race
0: God. And that is just literally you and the track. There's nothing, you've got a ghost time to beat but it is you on the rainbow road and it is I've seen it I've not raced it I, I hands it's, up I've never raced it it looks it hell it
1: sucks it sucks hard there's no wall so any so at any point you fall off you die that's it yeah and again, yeah. And again you don't
0: with with F0 you don't get just start again sorry be put back on and go it's you're done Start because that's what would happen you'd be dead
1: yeah there's no like lack of two with a fishing hook like you you die you you stay dead or yeah. you come back as a robot. Or you come back as a robot with a one-cell DNA, correct.
0: Yes, that's exactly nice. how it works. Um, and I just, oh, horrifies me. Like, doing that on normal, eventually i will probably be able to get that down. But on, oh my God, to do that on very hard, kill me now, just just absolutely kill me now. And the thing is, though, you can probably go, on, you showed me on YouTube people doing it. I was like, that's sickening. That's just
1: upsetting. This This man has absolutely no life at all. How do you kill that which has no life? Yeah. (laughs) So, so yeah. If you're watching, if you're listening to this, and I I plugged it in my uh, other video, you can uh, you can watch this guy. This is crazy game nerd CGN. He does a bunch of like, well, at least he used to do a bunch of like tool assisted runs of F Zero GX, and just show just how like broken and insane this game really gets. Like the stuff you do in in GX, like that more advanced tricks in the game. They like they range from like commit almost committing suicide to just full on committing suicide well yeah because you so you've got to
0: for those who don't know you have what makes FCR really cool is that you've got a health meter and when your health meter reaches like none you blow up um but it's also your health meter is also your boost so when you boost after chapter after uh lap two then you can start basically you know you're lowering your health but you're increasing your speed you can recover it on health pads. But if you want to be the best at this game, you need to be on literally like suicide, one hit the whole time. Like as soon as you get, you
1: need to be boosting the whole race. If I'm not wrong, you, if you are anywhere below fifteen hundred kilometers an hour, you might as well just put the controller down. That's only for like like master, I think. If like if I when I pick a car, I'm like, okay, this doesn't go above eleven hundred. I'm not racing it. No, you've got to, you've
0: got to be the biggest, the baddest, and you've got to have some speed. Like, you can change your acceleration um, or your max speed, which I thought was really cool. I thought that's a cool because yeah. you can do it however, you know, and do it for whatever race you want to do. But you need to be going so fast. And, you know, they go up to, like, two. once you're boosting non-stop. I think that was the cool thing. You really get a sense of, oh, my God, I'm losing control here because this thing is going, like, 2,500 kilometers because you're just boosting so much
1: right yeah and another cool thing too is the uh the cockpits like when you see like the six the top six racers in the lead like you see like if your car starts going stupid fast like their their heads start to shake yeah because it would and and yeah when the car flashes red they flash red and uh when the car does like the spin attack their their heads spin too which is just a really cool feature
0: yeah they didn't need to put that in they didn't need to put that in but it just adds more more layers to it but i was looking about this because i've recorded pod um, pod races i have recorded that episode with my cousin and pod races go about what 700 this is not a star wars pod racer they go about 700 kilometers per hour maybe up to a thousand but these f-zero cars can go nearly double to triple their speed which is just mental when you think about it
1: yeah 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 you gave you Gave this game to like the company to th- that developed it. They gave it to a company who, uh, basically said, We have a lot of experience with uh going fast,
0: yeah. We have it, yeah. We basically, have... yeah, we have we are Sonic, we are Sega. Give it to us,
1: right? Uh, and then there's some of the more like crazier stuff you can do in the game, like uh, like there's shift boosting. Mm-hmm. What is shift boosting? That's when you take your car, you go to like you go to like a track that has like a has like no wall, just like a cliff that's just leads to death. and yeah. you basically just you slightly shift off the track and then you slightly shift back on. and if you Stop. and this is if you mess this up, you die. But if you do it right, you go like three thousand kilometers. I never knew that one. but but yeah, you you yeah, but it's you'll you'll basically die. don't do it. <laughs> <But> even <laughs> the guy, even, even the guy, even the guy in the speed run, he just he just does it. Just to show off, I can't tell you how many times he freaking died doing it. Oh,
0: I hate that. That just upsets me. It's like, you bastard. It's like, oh, I just, no, no, I'll just stick with my normal try and kill myself because it is so fast. And the thing is, it looks so good as well. It runs at 60 FPS on the game. 60
1: FPS, progressive and widescreen.
0: Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, we didn't have games like that. And it, like, we haven't had it for 20 years, but you could release this now on the switch just polish up a little bit but you 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 put that out there it would sell it would it would hold up
1: i'll take 10 copies
0: yeah it would it would still hold up now as a racing game 100% that would hold up it just looks incredible i think I literally when they say where can you go from this i don't think you can i think this is like the mario oh. kart
1: 8 it's beautiful Right. Yeah, this game, like, this looks like a freaking PS3 game in, like, the early years. Yeah. Or maybe an early Xbox game. Like, this, this looks too good for the GameCube.
0: Yeah, and I think that's why GameCube is probably going up in value, because people are really going back to that console and going, holy shit, they did a good job with their games. Like, the the whole cell shaded, the way they, you know, really focused on some of the graphics. Maybe not necessarily the best games, but like I'm saying that and no, that, they were. You know, Wind Waker, they had Ocarina of Time, the... the, the the bloody hard mode,
1: Shadow the Hedgehog, fuck off, fuck right <laughs> off.
0: But they yeah. they they had some absolute gems like um Paper Mario. I need to play that one day. The Thousand Year Door. But this game like just looked incredible. Like I remember because again, okay, playing F Zero X to playing F Zero GX, it is night and day. The improvement, like the level of graphic upscale is absolutely. It's just nuts how bonkers they are, the level of detail they put into the tracks, the level of detail they put into the character designs, the car designs. It's just next level. And it hurts me that we've
1: not seen one for 20 years. Yeah, I've seen people upscale GX in Dolphin. They upscale it all the way to 4K. Like, it's its beautiful. It's its It's amazing. Like, it, it would be
0: so good and you know what like the, the cool things about this is like the stuff that I there were a lot of stuff that I could do like I got to customize your car which was cool, cool so you can make your own emblem you can um, change the yeah. color so you don't have to make you it the blue falcon anymore you can make it the pink falcon which is pretty cool but you don't have to go with blue Um, but it it had a load of unlockables which I never even knew about like I never knew like I had no idea that there was an arcade version of this I don't know if you
1: did Okay, so let's talk about the arcade version. So when this game came out, it it came out in the GameCube first, but then right after there was the arcade version, which came out on the Nintendo's Triforce arcade hardware, which was structurally similar to the GameCube. Mm -hmm. And this was done by like this unholy alliance of Nintendo, Sega and Namco. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah, so you know, at home, you know, Sega would give the finger to Nintendo, but in the arcades, Sega would give the middle finger to Namco. So how the hell did this happen? Yeah, I know. It's like, well, how did you get them to come to the table? Yeah, because because when uh, when Sega had Virtua Fighter, N- Namco had Tekken. When yeah. Sega had Daytona, Namco had Ridge Racer. So they were always competing in the arcades.
0: And to get them to wonder, come together and go, let's let's make the ultimate it's- racing game, and they did. I it yeah. just I want that machine. It looks amazing. I just saw a picture of it yesterday. I was like, ha ha, ha ha ha
1: It looks beautiful. Yeah, I think there's only like maybe 20 of those things, as far as we know in in the world. Like there may be more, but those things are extremely rare to find. Yeah, I'm not going to afford that, am I? I don't think the patron's going
0: to raise enough funds to pay for that either. Oh, that's yeah. going to kill me because you actually drifted when you went round the corner. It moved with you. Just like, oh, that's just sick. That's just uh, yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's probably just hanging out in some dude's den, like some who's just like throwing his coats on top of it or something. It's probably that guy who completed the game. Or, you know, we were watching. It's probably him. He Maybe. probably does
0: goes home and sits in his in his AX pod and goes. Man, <laughs>
1: I would. Yeah, uh, we. I think I would too. Yeah, I'd knock down like a few walls in my house just to get it in. Yeah,
0: exactly. I would. Like, I would. I would literally sacrifice my daughter's bedroom to get it in. So now you you can live on the street. Now you can live. Yeah. You don't. You, this is my new child. This is this machine. Your,
1: your so, wife comes up to you and she's like, "It's it's either it's me or the F zero AX cabinet.
0: It's the AX cabinet. She doesn't listen to this so, show, so it's fine." Yeah.
1: So the the best the cool thing about the AX cabinet is that you could take your memory card from your GameCube. You could stick it into the AX arcade machine. You know, you can upload like you can get like pers- your your racing data your license data whatever you can also unlock the ax content in f-zero gx with it that is that's incredible that's really cool yeah so instead of having to beat you know all the tracks on like expert or whatever all the racers are right there for you yeah some of the some of the pilots you have to beat the story mode on very hard yeah and uh fuck that yeah
0: (laughs) exactly Fucked that right off, because yeah, there were 11 unlockable characters, which I had no idea about. Not a clue. And, yeah, and there's 41 well. in total. It's 40, yeah, 41 in total, because you had your 30 races, which were standard, and then you hit 11 unlocked, and then you had the tracks from ax as well. I was like, I had no idea until I did a little bit of research yesterday. I said little bit of research, and I was like, holy shit, that's that's pretty amazing. That's something I'm very impressed about.
1: This game is just chock full of content, man.
0: Yeah, it's there. And again, this goes back to what we were saying about Dark Souls. If you want if you want to get the, the, the most out of that game, you get really good, and the game opens up more to you. Exactly the same here. You get really good at F-Zero GX, the game opens up to you and just gives you more and more and more, which is not like a lot of gaming today, because a lot of it just kind of gives you shit rewards. These were good rewards. Like No one knew about these
1: characters for a long time, I don't think. Nah. In fact, you could just... What I did was uh, after playing this game for so long why did i just say fuck it I, I just went online found like a gamecube save just put it in my memory card this was a hundred percent complete save i found online and just booted up and the whole game's wide open for you that's that's
0: cheating we don't condone cheating nope. on this show mm, we want, we no, want to get, I, you have to do it i like, you have to do no, it really. no, I,
1: I, yeah i basically i basically beat almost every chapter on heart on very hard mode it's I, i'm not doing chapter five no i very hard I, do you know what I would? I would love to play this again.
0: Like I don't know whether because I I'd love to own a GameCube again. And I, I'm sure I might be able to get hold of one, but then getting hold of the games is going to be a bitch. I just know it's going to be a bitch, and I haven't got that money to be spending on like those. And that's the thing. This is so this is what I'm really getting annoyed about because like some of the, the GameCube games we I just want them on the Switch. Just put them on the Switch, and I'll buy them day dot. And it's like Yeah, just...
1: Nintendo is not the best when it comes to that.
0: No, and I, look, we can say that there's definitely an argument for some games, which they eventually will do, like the Wind Waker and stuff like that. They will eventually start releasing those games. But F-Zero is always going to be that, that problem, isn't it? That problem child, because I think, you know, when eventually F-Zero GX did come out, it didn't sell that well. Whilst it might have been reviewed well, it didn't sell well. And Nintendo have come out and said... They're not doing anything on with F Zero unless it, they can make new ideas with it. And I was like, "But come on, you stole the best idea from this when you use like the anti gravity stuff for Mario Kart." I don't know where yeah. they're worried that this is going to be too much money
1: to make this thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, I hate to be that guy, but I think uh, Crash Nitro Kart was uh was doing that that uh, anti gravity stuff way before Mario Kart.
0: Yeah, exactly and yeah. but this has that you know when you go on like the death loop or you go on the pipes you can just go around the pipes and i was like holy shit that's just incredible and it just looks so good and doing huge jumps but i just don't think i think mario kart nicked it maybe crash nicked it from that but i just i think because of the amount of money it's going to cost to make this game and because that it did f-zero gx looks absolutely incredible um is it going to be
1: well we don't think it's going to make enough money so what's the point yeah i think the thing is uh I think the worst Mario Kart game probably sold more copies than the entire F Zero franchise, and I think that's kind of what Nintendo looks at. So I, it's just,
0: it's just so much money, and Nintendo aren't gonna, they're not gonna gamble with it. And do you know what though? Why don't they release? I know you. why didn't they release this for the Switch? There's two things: release this for the Switch, see how it goes as a test, and see how this thing goes. It's not going to get Mario Kart eight levels. It's not going to do that. But it. Or give it to somebody else, give it to Sega again and see what they do with it and say, There you go, Sega. You did a great job with this. Do it. Cause it's not going to be Mario Kart eight levels. It's not. It's never going to be that. But for the hardcore gamer or hardcore racing gamer who doesn't want that look with firing, you know, sh- blue shells and everything, there's no weapons in this. It's just you and the track and the- exactly. 29 of the races. I just don't see why they don't release it. Cause some guy did it, at the boardroom, didn't he? He spent like so much money to get on the board. Or become a shareholder
1: He's, so he could raise a question. He spent like millions of yen, which equates to about maybe $40,000 USD. He basically bought so many shares of Nintendo that he could go up to like the actual, like the head head people in charge of Nintendo and be like, hey, I uh, got any plans for F-Zero? And they just said, no, we don't. <laughs> they don't know where to take it. And and personally, I don't think they want to admit that, uh, that Sega made a better first party Nintendo game than them. So... Uh, no, I think they do.
0: I this. I think you know they made like again. Don't get me wrong, X was great, but F-Zero GX. I think if you're going to talk sequels, I'd put this as one of the best sequels of all time. Um, just because the step up is incredible and it really is. It's just it's perfection. Like I don't think you can make this game better. I really don't. It's absolutely perfection. It's hard as balls, but holy shit, is it good?
1: Yeah. It's a contrast to uh, a game I'm playing right now, which is God of War Ragnarok, <laughs> where the, the game just literally holds your hand from the start of the game to like the whole entire game. Oh, really? Just... I've not played it yet. Oh, dude, Atreus and Mimir just will not shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> as soon as you get to a puzzle, they're like, hey, throw your axe at that thing. Or, oh, brother, you should lift that thing up so you can get to the other side. It's like, I don't give a shit. It's like, shut up. Yeah, I just let, I just got there. Yeah, I didn't let me, even get a second to look at the damn thing.
0: Yeah, let me work this shit out on myself. Like I've just been playing Golden Sun. I do you know what? It would have been helpful to have someone like that when I was playing that. I was like, where the fuck am I doing with this game? Where's what what's the puzzle? I'm like, fuck, that would have been handy to have a helper. But yeah, I this game, F0 GX, is like, do you want help? No, you get no fucking help. Fuck you, cunt. Fuck you, oh. do it yourself.
1: That's what this it's is. Just a- Accessibility <laughs> options? What the hell is that? Yeah, here, here, go here. Here's this half pipe track. Go, go twenty thousand kilometers on it. Yeah, don't, don't die. fall off.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'll, you know, are we gonna? Because I, I was listening to another podcast about this. This was a long time ago, and they were saying like, oh, maybe with the, the cups, you should just get like a points deduction rather than a fail. I was like, no, you fail.
1: Do it again. Do
0: that shit again.
1: Yeah, point point deduction. This is, yeah. this ain't Mario Kart, boy. It,
0: and that's the thing. It ain't Mario Kart. People need to watch that. This is not Mario Kart. And do you know what would also be fucking awesome? Like, I never got to do this on the GameCube version, but I did not the, the N64 version. was the multiplayer. Um, yes. Because I had the controls, I had the friends, no one had a GameCube. Um, but could you imagine playing this online? I, I
1: I dream about it every single day.
0: Could Could you imagine, right? If Mario Kart can do 12 people online at once, right? Could you imagine... 30 player F Zero. Yes. And oh. I know Nintendo's online capabilities are a bit shit, but 30 player F Zero would be an absolute dream. Like it would be carnage, but oh my god, it'd be so much fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're listening, Miyamoto, which I don't know why you would be, make this is- happen. He is listening.
0: All the Nintendo head head um, head honchos listen to this show, don't you know? <laughs> they all listen. Hey, Shigeru Miyamoto, let let us decide your future. Yeah. I, I just could you map the day, if it ever happens, we're watching like um, you know, a Nintendo Direct, and the day we suddenly see an F Zero game, I guarantee it'll break it'll be one of those moments where like Steve broke the internet on Twitter. It will. It, yes. Twitter will blow up, absolutely blow up, and I will continue to champion this game. I really will continue to champion this game because it's it's just beautiful, and the fact that Sega made it is just hilarious. It, yeah, Sega Namco, it's just and the fact that we can reference it to you know Cool Runnings. Like, what other game can you do that with? No other game can you do that with. Nothing I can think of. No. Now, have you got anything else to add before we score this beautiful game?
1: uh let's see um this game i believe sold about 1 million copies i believe at least according to Toshihiro Negoshi the, the uh design producer for the game who also who was also responsible for be, for creating Daytona USA yeah so yeah so he so yeah he would he i think he went on an interview saying that he played F0 like the super nintendo F0 and he said something along the lines of this is what a game should be yeah so you got a guy working at sega like a big name in sega playing nintendo games sleeping with the enemy basically yeah um, you can appreciate the art
0: you can appreciate the art
1: yeah and and you know that's that's cool and all. even even miyamoto who i assume is still watching would say uh something like like you know like these developers they would play nintendo games and they would they they didn't just play them they like they researched them they they sat down and just learned from it yeah that's that's how you do it that's pretty cool and, uh yeah, so this game supposedly sold 1 million copies. It supposedly made Player's Choice, I think, somewhere in Europe. So it that had game. to sell a million to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then that's... and Which is in contrast to a game like F-Zero Climax, which was the last F-Zero game to come out, which sold maybe 5,000 copies in yes. Japan and never left it. That never is, left that, it. That hurts. That but it's the problem is, it's like... Man. Looking at Double Dash, I just pulled that up. They
0: sold nearly four million copies of Double Dash. Oh God, yeah, that was just but... that was just in J- in the states. Oh my right. God, that eight hundred in Japan. I, I didn't even see what uh, it did uh, elsewhere. Holy shit! So you see what well, this is the problem. F Zero sells a million. It's like oh yeah, okay, that's a lot for you know in our heads, but in reality, they won compared compare it to
1: Mario and Zelda. It's it's like
0: chump change. Yeah, it's jump change, and this is the thing. It's like you know, is Captain How is Captain Falcon? He's one of the most recognizable characters now. You know, is he now just going to be a Smash Brothers character? and go fucking punch, fucking kick. Is that all we're going to see of him now? Through Smash Brothers oh. and nothing more. Oh man, that hurts. Do you hurts. know what? It hurts me more because clearly that they still have love for this series. Because as I said, yeah, Captain Falcon is so massive, um, and like the stages they do in Smash Brothers. Are incredible and it's hilarious that Sonic is the only character that's that is quality. That Sonic's the only character who can run the track. Have you done seen that before?
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. I, I think Fox might be able to run on that track. I no, can't ultimately I no can? it's only Sonic. Only Sonic. Oh, okay. is. So, oh, no, with the bunny hood, maybe you could. With the bunny hood, Fox can do it. Sonic doesn't even yeah. need the bunny hood. Yeah, that's that's dedication right there. It's dedication. And the imagine, but then imagine Mario just Sonic just. Imagine just Sonic just wins the entire Grand Prix just with no car by himself. I don't think which he is what could I've been actually. pushing
0: for. I don't That's think I
1: he, he. I think he needs to be Supersonic
0: because um, I think he only goes to speed of sound. I think he, if he's Supersonic, he wins because he's speed of light. Um, but yeah, uh, that'd be imagine that. Yeah, Sonic is a secret character. But the thing is that even Mario Kart has a track. Has track. Has Big Blue. I was like, yeah, so Big you, Blue
1: and Mute City.
0: Yeah, so you got to put them both on there, but yet do nothing with F zero. It was like you wankers, you absolute wankers. That that's how I every time I get snubbed or you do anything to do with F zero in your games. I'm like you, just give us F zero. You fucking cowards, just give us it. Give us it now.
1: Okay, all right, boys. We need we need a couple million dollars to buy the license to F zero and make our own, <laughs> own with uh, with blackjack and hookers. So uh, start paying up
0: yeah i've recently like, I i didn't announce it yesterday that we were going to be supporting get well gamers as our patreon um charity no fuck that that's i'm sorry kids you're not getting anything now now patreon people we're just raising money to buy the license
1: for f-zero that's the goal of this patreon uh, the, the needs of the last 300 f-zero fans outweigh your <laughs> sick children <laughs> The sick children would understand because they would then get, the, if they get free
0: copies of this game and then cry about how yeah. hard it is in hospital. <laughs> right, well, if you're going to score this thing then out of 10, what are you giving it?
1: Uh, I'm giving it uh, a totally not stolen from Angry Joe certified badass seal of approval.
0: That's, that's and, not uh, a 10 out of 10. What, what's a score one out of 10? I'm giving it 9.5. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm giving it... About three thousand out of ten, because that's how many times it took me to play the play of chapter five on very hard before I just said fuck it. <laughs> so this could
0: F zero X F zero G X is now the highest rating score on our whole. I should put that as like a you know list of all the They like view like my scores, and then should have like what guests have scored. And F zero is now at the top of three thousand out of ten.
1: <laughs> you, you realize that some guy just going to probably show up with something like The Bouncer or whatever and just be like, 3,001 out of 10. Oh, no, don't. He has He's <laughs> lost the chance to do that,
0: but he listens to this show and he will do that now. Now you've freaking done this. When this episode does come out, you watch. When this episode comes out and he comes back on, this will become a freaking thing. I know it will. Because any chance this lot get, any chance the Patreons get, any chance my guests get of picking on something that they can pull apart, like fucking Knuckles' penis, it gets mentioned on the show and or mentioned backstage and like... freaking freaking Saturnians, that shit happens as well. Oh, this is going to be a thing now. Bitch, this is going to be a thing, isn't it? I am
1: terribly sorry, guys. (laughs) Forgive me for what I have done. Forgive me for
0: my sins. Well, my friend, it has been an absolute pleasure. Um, It's been a pleasure, but also upsetting at the same time, because... I really want to play this game again. I need to go find it in my house. I know it's somewhere. It is somewhere stashed away in one of my stepdad's houses, and I need to find it and bank my Pokemon cards before it. I need to find it.
1: Uh, well, good good luck searching, man. That's well, going to be.
0: Well, sir, You thank you very much again for coming on. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. And as always, everybody, please go on to H-String Fury Gaming and um, support those who support this show. And you take care of yourself, mate, and all the best.
1: Yeah, you have a good one man
0: and that was episode 68 in F-Zero GX thank you so much for everyone for listening I hope you had a good time thank you very much Anthony I really appreciate you having on the show and please everybody make sure you go follow him on YouTube I'll see everyone next week for episode 69 it's going to be a good one until then you all take care of yourselves take care bye bye